Greetings from the Pumpkin Patch and welcome Halloweeniacs to the Jack-O-Lantern Press Podcast where we discuss monsters and Halloween. My name is Michael Piccarella. And my name's Tom Piccarella. It's Monster Monday when Tom and I briefly profile a monster of the week. This Monday's monster, the Mantis. Those were giant mantis sounds from 2004's Monster Island, co-written and directed by Jack-O-Lantern press friend Jack Perez. Not a ton of monster mantises out there in popular culture and not sure why not, because the reason Tom and I had to do this episode was that we saw quite a disturbing video with a real mantis, and it's a heck of a monster. It it is. Let's sidetrack just for a second. You might have heard of what's being called a murder hornet. According to an article from May 8th on the CBS News website, a roughly two-inch long insect known as the murder hornet made its way to the U.S. Researchers said it's for the first time ever. Um, According to the New York Times, this Asian giant hornet um, it's called a Vespa mandarinia, has been known to kill up to 50 people a year in Japan, and they're saying it has the potential to devastate U.S. honeybee populations, which have already been declining. So this is this murder hornet. Well, as if COVID hasn't been enough, you know, and we're hearing all this bad news um, during these times, we got this news earlier this month, and it's like, well, what the heck is next? Like, <laughs> now we have this murder hornet? Then, our fellow Halloweeniacs over at Nightmare 365, who also have a knack for digging up monsters and cool stuff like this, they sent us this video, which we're going to link, and it shows a praying mantis, not the monster mantis, just a regular praying mantis, destroy this murder hornet. And it is a crazy video, which if you have not seen it, you have to see it. Like I said, we're going to put the link in the show notes. Maybe you should just uh, click on it and watch it real quick. Because Well, here's, here's the other thing. Okay, first off, if you don't know anything about a praying mantis, which I didn't before we even started looking stuff up and even wanting to do this episode because we saw that video, a praying mantis is an absolute unbelievable bug <laughs> i mean this he's thing a beast he he is he is a beast and if this thing was was actually a a monster well it is a monster uh but i will say if it was ever something larger than what it is right now uh there would be a lot of problems because this thing is unbelievable of what it is capable of beating um, well, that's the thing. So in that in that hornet video, you see the the murder hornet just sitting there, and the mantis is just sitting there, and it just like puts the thing in a lock, and then it starts eating its head. <laughs> it like yeah, it eats through eats through the head, 
goes into his, he eats his brain, and little by little, he just devours the whole body. And it has it in a lock that's unbelievable, like the power of this thing. Like you could see the hornet trying to sting it, and there's really, it's like like putting someone in a headlock and they just can't move. Or like Uh, a full Nelson or something, you know, where somebody gets you and you just, there's nothing you could do. You can... You could wiggle your legs and kick, but he, he the a praying mantis is also so long that he could just keep himself away from any of the the real nasty nasty stuff. I will say this, because we're talking about videos, I have another video that we will link in the show notes that shows a praying mantis just pretty much beating the heck out of a black widow. It doesn't go into the whole gruesome detail of the first video of this this bee, but it it definitely this black widow you would think would annihilate him with just his poison alone, and this thing still it just locks it in and starts devouring. <laughs> it's it's you know just the unreal. the funny thing the funny thing about the praying mantis because we have them where where I live. And you see it, it's like uh, my wife will see the thing and, and she gets all freaked out. And, I, and I've always said, do, what what can a praying mantis do? It doesn't do anything. It's not like, you know, a black widow where if it, if it gets you, you know, you may, you're going to have to go to the hospital. It doesn't have like any poison in it or anything like that. And, and it's ugly looking. It's like long with all these long tentacles. It has that long neck and those big like alien eyes. So, I mean... When you, if you think of this thing as a monster, it looks really scary. But oh, yeah. as a person, you just—I've always thought, well, it's harmless. You know, it's never been a big deal until I saw this video. And let me show you another video that we need—we're going to link on here. It's this mantis versus a hummingbird. And as I we get into the history, I'll talk a little bit more about that. But it's unbelievable. Yeah, it takes out a hummingbird and. You got to see this video. So they they have to do it in slow motion. So hummingbirds are fast. Their wings can move as fast as like 200 times a second. But the praying mantis is just as fast. And the only way you could actually see the mantis actually take this hummingbird is they have to put it in slow motion. So you'll see in the video, it's kind of a long description. They have like this crazy dramatic music, but it's it's definitely worth a, a check out. And then there's another video where they put a mantis versus the scorpion. Uh, not sure the mantis uh, did as well there, so definitely check that out so you can see what's going on. But yeah, the mantis is a monster, no doubt. So let's get into it. I wanted, I wanted to talk a little bit about the about a regular praying mantis, and then we'll get into monster mantises. So a praying mantis, according to atlasobscura.com, praying mantises of one sort or another have been around since the Jurassic period, between 199.6 and 145.5 million years ago. But they started to diversify during the Cretaceous period, which is around 145.5 to 65.5 million years ago. According to Wikipedia, there are over 2,400 species of mantis in about 430 genera recognized. They are predominantly found in tropical regions, but some live in temperate areas. The closest relatives of mantises are termites and cockroaches. 
Mantises normally live for about a year, and the adults lay eggs in autumn, and then they die. The eggs are, are protected by their hard capsules, and they hatch in the springs. I didn't realize it was that, uh, uh, you know, that yeah, it, either it did that, I. Yeah, on, on, that it's only that, that time that they do that. So, like we were saying, praying mantises are for real. As I learned in uh, Jack Perez's, our friend, uh, his, his movie Monster Island, uh, there's a scene in the movie where two mantises mate, and then the female mantis bites the head off her partner. Well, according to a National Geographic story from September 2018 by Jason Biddle called It's Praying Mantis Season, after growing all summer, praying mantises are large and ready to mate with a diet including hummingbirds. <laughs> yeah. And, yep, you guessed it, a habit of sexual cannibalism. So Monster Island told it to us straight. <laughs> um, the Nat Geo article states that praying mantis courtship can be a dangerous affair. Females have been well-documented biting off the heads and eating other body parts of the males that they mate with. However, the frequency of such violence, this article says... Maybe just a tad overstated. Sidney Brannock, a mantis expert at the Cleveland Museum of Natural History, said that maybe if the female is starving or if the male irritates her, she might engage in biting off his head or chowing on other body parts. The, the article adds that of the species that exhibit cannibalism of their mates, studies sh have shown that females make a meal out of their mates uh, 13 and 28 percent of the time so I guess it's not as often as some would think as a note the article points out that mantises have a particularly gruesome way of eating their prey head first as you saw in that video with the the, the murder hornet in many cases the insects first pierce the heads of their prey and then they feast on their brains so, as the kid says in 2007's Planet Terror... I'm going to eat your brains and gain your knowledge. Jeez. Which is exactly why this thing is a monster. <laughs> yeah. So, what about monster mantises? So, in Jeff Rovin's Encyclopedia of Monsters from 1989, he goes back to the 1957 film The Deadly Mantis to give us the origins of these guys. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from the book. It says that by a bizarre geological chain of events, a volcano in the South Seas causes an iceberg in the Arctic to invert, releasing a giant praying mantis frozen in the base of the iceberg for a million years. The 1,000-ton monster heads south, destroying an Eskimo village, a radar base, and other sites en route. Daring to alight on the Washington Monument, the monster is chased away by Air Force planes. Doubling back to New York, it holes up in the Manhattan Tunnel. Tracked there by Colonel Joe Parkham, paleontologist Ned Jackson, and Jackson's assistant Marge Blaine, the monster is gassed to death. So that's, his, that's what uh, is going on in that movie. That kind of gives you a little idea of where that particular monster is comes from in the encyclopedia of monster there's another description of uh what they call gymantises 
from Son of Godzilla. And uh, I'm going to read that description as well. It said, When first spotted, the creatures are approximately 10 feet long. When last seen, they're nearly 500 feet long. On Sojel Island in the South Seas, scientists of the United Nations Weather Observation and Research Team conduct experiments in weather control. Unfortunately, a radiation unit malfunctions and bathes the island with heat and radioactivity. Temperatures rise to near 200 degrees and various forms of life are mutated. The gymantises are the first to appear. So uh, there's, there's some scenes of, of those guys in uh, Son, of, Son of Godzilla. And then in 2004's Monster Island, the humans also create those giant-sized creatures, including the giant monster praying mantises. And in that movie, Dr. Harryhausen, played by Adam West from the Department of Atomic Energy, explains the giant mutations in his neck of the woods. And we're going to let him tell us. So in this scene here, it takes place at the U.S. Army outpost on the island. And this is Monster Island in the human world, not to be confused with the Monster Islands in the monster world of Transylvania. So here's Dr. Harryhausen to explain. In 1967, the army stole this land from the Mombata Islanders, who lived right here. No, no, you won't find them in any book. A lost tribe, a holdover from the Stone Age. What happened? We gave them some colored beads and relocated them for their own protection. The tough ones refused to be intimidated. Strong warriors, these folks were pioneers in the martial arts. So the army left them right here. They believed that their goddess, Queen Mohacha, would protect them. Alas, they were sorely mistaken. Four H-bombs were detonated in these waters. I was among the team sent in to investigate the effects on the environment and the wildlife. Our findings well by now you know the results anyway and that's what uh that's what i've got so what about you tom what did you find out about uh praying mantises or monster mantises so their powers and abilities um when i was looking i mean obviously you know if you want to look at more of the science side of things i'm looking at more of the fantasy sort of side of things um but I, I guarantee you a lot of the things that are here are actually in the science things, even based off of what I've looked. But these guys, they've they've brought these creatures. This is why I know that this is considered a, 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 a neat monster and something that I think a lot of people like. Because they've brought it into the Pathfinder uh, role-playing game. They've brought it into Dungeons & Dragons. They've brought it into Magic the Gathering. They've made these guys creatures or monsters in these games. Uh, and then just blew up their powers, basically, to make them into a cool, you know, creature. Um, so some of the the things that they, they have, their capabilities and whatnot, are uh, obviously they can camouflage themselves. Uh, they have enhanced agility, enhanced balance, enhanced bite, dexterity. Uh, enhanced senses. They obviously have uh, 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 an enhanced vision um, because their eyes, um, their speed. I mean, in order for them to even 
be able to to get to a hummingbird, they have to have that that speed. Their strength is probably one of their biggest things, uh, just because they can hold things down while they literally devour it. Um, so their antenna protrusion, I'm sure, is something to do with their senses of, of them being able to de- detect things from a, a certain um, uh, you know arm's distance. Um, they have multiple arms, so they have the ability to hold on. I think that's what gives them the power of holding on to things um, really, really strong. Um, they have their, their pincher grip. I think, once again, that's that's something that they they uh, they can just hold on to. I'll link that article. It's from a, uh, a fandom site, of course, powerlisting.fandom.com. We'll link that into the description uh, or into the the uh, the um, show notes. Show notes. Yep. And then um, in the uh, fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons, they actually have a giant mantis um, character in there, and they have him have these surprise attacks. He's an ambusher. Uh, he has obviously the claws, the bite, the multi attack that he has. So he's he's. I don't think he's insanely strong but i'm pretty sure he's strong enough to give people a lot of problems if you want to try to defeat this thing in the human world well you could probably just squish it and it's over in the more fantasy world it's going to take a long time for you to probably fight one of these giant mantises especially in some of the movies but even a scorpion you know can take it out i'm sure other things can probably take this thing out but for its size this thing in the real world is is pretty awesome. So as I was looking into to other things, I I definitely have to bring this up. I found an article on cryptid cryptid c r y p t i d z dot fandom dot com and uh we'll link this in the show notes as well but this is about a mantis man that supposedly has been sighted. Uh, what it says in the article here is that the Mantis Man is a roughly seven foot tall bug-like creature that has been reported in Hackettstown, New Jersey, near the Muskan. I don't know how to pronounce this river, but this is definitely something that I we need to shoot on over to Nightmare 365 and let these guys take a look because yeah, they're I don't from think... New Jersey. Yeah, they normally cover all the New Jersey stuff, and I don't remember hearing about this one. Well, and I want to read this because it says sightings. It says, I saw something strange a few weeks ago on the Mekong River near my home here in Hackettstown, New Jersey. I was driving home from the drugstore on Newburgh Road. As I drove near the bridge over the river, I noticed to to my left something I thought a fisherman standing in the river just off the south bank. I slowed the car and looked closer. It wasn't a person, and it was transparent-like with a weird shape. It moved slowly towards the bank and into the trees. I drove further so I can see it coming out of the trees. That's the last I saw of it. Another person, I think, uh, it said it was it was tall, around 8 feet or so and had long thin arms hanging off of it the color was pale brown but i could see through it 
the head was small compared to the body. Uh, it This goes on. It talks about explanations. It talks about different sightings, the description of what it looks like and what people have, have seen. So this is something that uh, we definitely need to send over to the uh, Nightmare 365 guys and have them uh, check into this and see what they can find out. But I, it was interesting coming across this um, when I was looking up stuff. Uh, one other thing I found, which I had no idea, but in Power Rangers, the uh, that show, the cheesy show, they have a a something called the the Praying Mantis uh, character, which was a robotic mantis monster used by astron astronomy astronoma. It says, Praying Mantis was sent by Astronema to take advantage of Zane's morphing time limit. <laughs> I have no idea. What that thing looks lame. It totally looks lame. <laughs> it looks but then stupid. again, everything in the Power Rangers was always lame. Um, but they. This, I know there's some this, people who lo- actually love the Power Rangers because they grew up on it. That this was after our time as kids. And I just have to say that that. That praying mantis dude is stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, and so it the season was in space. The episode that this uh, praying mantis came in was the Silver Secret, and the voice actor of it was Dave Man- Mallow. So I mean, but heck, this was back in what two thousand three when this uh, this character came out, which it, it's totally cheese. Um, you know what, we'll link that in the show notes. I know I told you, Mike, that we won't, but we'll link it anyways just so people can see it. Yeah. And that's about well. all I had as far as, you know, things on the praying mantis and whatnot. Cool. All right. For movies, we kind of already brought them up except one. So there was the Deadly Mantis from 1957, which, by the way, there's a cool Shout Factory Blu-ray I don't know if everyone's going to love this movie. It's not the greatest. I get it. It's it's uh, made in 1957. It was one of those cheesy creature features. But th- it does have some charm to it. But on this Shout Factory Blu-ray, they have a version of the movie from Mystery Science Theater 3000. That's, for those who don't know, and if you listen to this podcast, you probably must know, but maybe you don't. It's where the, the, the guy and the robots and you see their silhouettes down in the theater and they kind of comment on the movie as it's playing. And it's really funny. And I think they do a really good job of you're, you're, of, of not talking over the dialogue in the movie. They just insert it in spots to where you actually can watch the whole movie and still see it and and enjoy the, the commentary. It's pretty funny anyway i watched it uh, a couple nights ago and it i enjoyed it so but it's it's worth checking out the shout factory blu-ray it has some cool features if you're a fan of the movie and then there's uh son of godzilla from 1968 that again is where they have the gym uh there's monster island from 2004 and i highly recommend that because our friend jack perez made it it's a fun movie um, and a hark back to the old uh, like Ray Harryhausen stop motion uh, effects, which he employed a lot in this movie. It's a lot of fun. And then the 2015 Goosebumps movie, 
um, has the big mantis in there. There's a movie called Praying Mantis, came out in 1993. It's about a mentally disturbed woman who seduces men and marries them before killing them. Because as previously stated, female mantises sometimes bite off the heads of their mates and eat other body parts. Good stuff. (laughs) And then in 1994, there's a movie called Mantis, which is actually an acronym, M-A-N-T-I-S, about a wheelchair-bound scientist who invents a form of exoskeleton called the Mechanically Augmented Neurotransmitter Interception System, that's M-A-N-T-I-S, that turns him into a superhero and gives him the ability to fight the crime wave that is engulfing his city. So not exactly a praying mantis, but it sounds like it has some mantis uh, attributes to it. Then, of course, there is the Goosebumps book, A Shocker on Shock Street, came out in 1995, and that has the praying mantis that you see in the Goosebumps movie. So, if you're in Transylvania and you're looking for some mantises, you're definitely going to find them on the Monster Islands. But according to our book, Transylvania Traveler, which you can find at jackalanternpress.com, you'll also bump into a few of them at the junkyard on Insect Center Drive in Transylvania Hills. And the junkyard is a fine eatery for those of you who are giant killer insects looking for a big bite to eat. Uh, It offers up everything from tasty motorcycles and vans that roving gangs have stripped bare of parts to mouth-watering sedans and trucks that are only recently no longer in operation. Um, just so you know, during the COVID, you know, this the, the junkyard delivers its wrecks. They have a fleet of car carriers that can <laughs> transport up to 10 vehicles at a time to your hive or nest. Perfect for those of you, uh, those of you lazy bugs with the biggest appetites. Now, I just want to give you uh, an idea of some of the things on the menu at the junkyard. So, for breakfast, you could get crashed-up Hondas with pasta, freshly beat Toyotas, and smoked Volvos. For lunch, you can get engine-fried Fords, Chevy slammed witches, and boneyardless Infinities. Now. Not they're not always available since these boneyardless vehicles are, as their name states, transient. Um, for dinner, you can get braised BMWs, mashed up Mercedeses, and Maseratis al dente. And then for dessert, you can get creamed Mazda pie, Mini Coopers a la mode, and uh, plenty of other stuff on that menu. So uh, definitely check it out. You can find more about that in our book. So anything else, Tom, before we call it a night? Because that's all that I got. Nope, that's it. All right, great. Well, that'll do it for another Monster Monday. For more about the monster universe and the monster revolution that's upon us, or to become a monster revolutionary yourself, go to jackolanternpress.com. And also check out our Facebook group, Monster Revolution, which we'll link up in our uh, in our show notes. So we thank you again for joining us this evening, and we'll meet up again soon in the pumpkin patch.
the left. I don't think it's a fight. What are you talking about? You see the one on the left? I'm pretty sure that one's a female. What? My girl! And the one on the right? No, that one's definitely male. Definitely male. So it's good busy time? It's big busy. I think it's kind of romantic. Now, I don't disagree. It's just, well, you see, if the female behaves like a normal-sized praying mantis... Oh, my God! Oh, shit. bam, thanks. You did. 